listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 156 for August 24th, 2017. This week we talk about our emoji usage, the eclipse, video game news, dialects, bad pickup lines, and Mario being a terrorist. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Let me tell you something before we even start. Uh, Every time I do the podcast with you, I like envelop your like overzealous (laughs) southern accent. Wait, what? What? (laughs) And I think it's just because that I've talked to you for like eight years (laughs) or something. And so every time I talk to you, I just like I'm this version of myself that's like that's like sassy and gay. Sassy and gay. And apparently like enveloping that that stereotypical southern Southern accent. Southern male. Yeah. Yeah, Like a southern male. I notice it. I mean, sometimes I because I don't know, I I always edit the podcast and sometimes I go through and I'm like, that doesn't sound like me at all. So I'm just like, oh my god! I'm like, I'm faking it. I'm like, I'm, I'm like faking my orgasms on the fucking podcast. So sorry. We're just like, we're merging to become the same person. Honestly, over we've known past, each other like two and a half years of yeah. the podcast. Well, and also like what the past fifty years we've known each other. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised yeah. you haven't just left me. I'm surprised you're still even <laughs> talking to me, honey. Honey, I need you as much <laughs> as you need me. And honey, let me tell you, <laughs> well, I need you because a- this pays my rent. So this is like a dual parasitic relationship at this point. We just feed off of we, we feed <laughs> off the filth of each other. I eat your shit, you eat mine. Basically so. But God you know bless. people tell me that. Like um like that kind of happens to frame and Libby too when we're playing games. Mm-hmm. Uh the southern accent thing. I think it's just so fun to do that. I, yeah, like, it is. People just pick up on it. And the thing is, is like, like, uh, I don't know when you when, sometimes when you say things, you just like you envelop this like it's not even your real Southern accent. It's like this faux mm-hmm. Southern accent that's like more drawly. It's and, like my suppressed one that my family members use. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. You, you always say like the most sarcastic things when you do that. So I think it's like it's a mixture of like the things that you say <laughs> while you're in that like Southern accent mode that I pick yeah. up on. It's just good. You're just such a great person. I'm just here to just oh like eat God. your ass on the podcast. Apparently, well, it's so. just like a. Amazing. Like, I'm just, it's, I'm, you know, I'm used to being an inspiration, a trendsetter. I was almost Top Girl once. So. Almost. Let's almost. not trigger Joe with Top Girl on this podcast. Slipped away from me. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I, I'm blind because I looked at the eclipse and I, I didn't oh, see anything. Sure. So I kept looking. Sure. And I'm still outside right now looking at the sun. So, well, uh, honey, <laughs> I think it's about 7 p.m. where you are. Not sure if the sun's still out. You but, know, it, uh, what's weird is every time, because a lot of my friends are on the East Coast. So every time I like take a picture and it's like early evening, it's like pitch dark out for them. And they're always like, how is it still light over there? How do time zones mm, yeah. work? So it's, it's yeah. only seven here, uh, but the sun is still out. It's just like it's slowly setting. But I'm in like the northern hemisphere. So it's like it's it doesn't want to go away. It's out to like eight o'clock this time of year but it's crazy it's um, crazy how the sun works oh my god it, w- it was really weird it, i remember it staying up a lot later when i was in seattle but mm-hmm. um what percent was the eclipse where you were so for me here in missoula it was i think 92 percent what what about you in chicago it was 87 oh my god so so what did you see like did you see anything cool with the eclipse or was it just like oh it just seems a little dimmer um, well, I went out on my, uh, fire escape to look at it. Okay. And, um, I, like, I, I didn't have any glasses or anything. So, like, I did a quick peek. Mm-hmm, just you a little peek. Just, like, a second, you know, mm-hmm. not even. And then, because uh, I don't want to lose my vision. I need it for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I used my phone to, like, look at it. Oh, which that's a good I read idea. later, I was like, it could, like, destroy the sensor in some phones. But it's fine. I don't Whatever. Really give a shit. Yeah. But it looked really cool. Like, I got some cool pictures of it. Um, yeah, it was interesting. The world didn't go like, you know, obviously dark here. My parents saw it in totality. They saw 100% because they were visiting my sister in St. Louis and then they drove to somewhere uh, that it was going to be 100% at. That's awesome. They said it was really cool and that like it went dark and the cicadas like came out and were doing their thing (gasps) and like the birds were confused. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I've I've heard in the past that um, when it happens in totality, a lot of animals like get ready to go to bed. Like I heard like people with chickens, they like go out to roost or whatever the fuck. Like they get ready for bed for that. Like 10 minutes that the eclipse is in totality. 
totality. And it's like, I oh my god, like y'all two, are so It's like stupid. two minutes that oh. it's in totality. I don't, <laughs> ten I don't know. Minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes. Five years I, of totality. Uh, yeah, when the when the eclipse happens and it's dark for six years, it's crazy. The world just shuts down. Honestly, Nuclear I'm winter. ready. <laughs> Honestly, more likely than you think. I had a weird, like, it, it surprised me how many people I interacted with on Eclipse Day didn't understand how the eclipse worked. Like, You mean they didn't know that it was like the moon going in front of the sun? Yeah. Did you see my tweet about my Uber driver? No, I didn't. I mean, I, bl- I blocked oh, okay, you on Twitter, here. so I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. I expected mm-hmm, it sooner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, I had like a doctor's appointment that morning. And of course, like literally every other day here, there's a dead body on the train tracks and it delays the trains for like an hour. And so, of oh, course, so inconsiderate. But like the one day there's not a dead body on the tracks, the trains were like fucked up regardless. So I had to get an Uber. Mm hmm. And my driver was like making chit chat with me, which I wasn't into, but I was like, oh, are you going to see the eclipse? And he didn't know what that was. And so I explained to him, you know, this is a sun and a moon thing. Yeah. And then he was he was like, does the moon go in front of the sun or does the sun go in front of the moon? And I was like, oh, Oh, honey. honey. Oh, honey. I hope it's the moon in front of the sun. Oh, my God. They crash into each other. Create a nuclear explosion. I'm ready. And then I tweeted my pictures of the of the eclipse in Chicago, saying it was 87 percent. And another lady in Chicago, she doesn't follow me. I guess she was just following Chicago and eclipse tags Mm -hmm. or whatever. She was like, "Where are you in Chicago? Because I'm in Chicago and it was only 35 percent here." And I was like, "Honey, honey. that's That's not how that works. works. That's not how any of this works." No. And so I even linked her to an article that was like, "It's it's." 87% 87% in the whole city of Chicago and for like miles in many directions. Yeah, you'd have to go like like hundreds of miles north or south. No, no, hundreds of miles north in order for it to be like 13%. Like yeah, probably like a thousand crazy. fucking miles. And so even after I sent her this tweet, she was like, no, haha, it was only 35%. And I was like, honey, I can't argue with stupid. So I yeah, just Yeah, if you her. don't know how to read, honey. God. And Yikes, I, it just girl. it blew my mind that like people did don't know these things. Well, the thing is, like, it's like, funny people, in a way, but it's like it's sad. I feel like people have been talking about this eclipse for months now. So it's mm-hmm. weird to me that people haven't gotten like woke about it or whatever the fuck. To realize like, oh, like, what is this? Let me, you know, do a quick Google search to figure it out. You know, it's like, uh, I, I don't know. What's the moon? I don't, I still think it's made out of cheese. Oh my God. Have you seen that like QVC segment? I think it's QVC where they are literally arguing about whether or not the moon is a planet or a star. I, the moon, by the way, the moon. The, the moon is know, a the moon. moon. The moon, the thing that is what it is named. Yes, it's, it's, it's the thing it's classified as. The hosts are like legit arguing whether or not it's a planet or a star. It's like it's how like, Australia oh is a country God. and a continent. Like it's the same fucking thing. Like these are the people I feel like who voted for Trump. Like these are his followers and his supporters. I feel like these, like these people belong on QVC. Probably. I love QVC, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like QVC is where people go to die. It's like the graveyard <laughs> channel. Yeah. I like some of those shiny rings, though. I mean, you know? yeah, you, you would. Know? Anything shiny to distract you from real life. It's pretty. That's where I wanted my engagement ring from, QVC. Oh, my God. Get one that's made out of, like, plastic. I need Mariah to carry Mariah Carey to come out with some more, like, jewelry or something. Oh, my that's God, right. I, I mean, I'm only saying this because, like, people, like, trashy people like Wendy Williams are on QVC all the time. So it's oh, like... Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, that mm-hmm, that seems like the QVC audience. I'm sure, I'm sure when you get married, you're going to get proposed to with, like, a ring pop or something, and you're going to be just flabbergasted. That would be, like, ideal. I have the biggest sweet tooth ever. I would probably love that oh my god okay well good idea for your future hubby <laughs> um regardless oh. uh I, did you get any like pictures from your parents wearing those nerdy glasses looking at the no. eclipse because no. i sure did did you yeah my parents like they Aww. it was uh, the eclipse day was also my dad's birthday and i'm sure you gave him a call because you have his oh, number oh i know honey yeah yeah i mm-hmm. know oh yeah um got on my cow and so, so my 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 parents uh my mom's getting more into picture messaging because she's like a cool mom now. I don't know. She's Ooh. like every time I see her, she knows how to use her phone just a little bit more. She just learned how to lock it. 
so the screen what? isn't on all the goddamn time. I don't know. It's frustrating. I don't even want to get into it. Regardless, they were sending me these really cute pictures of them and those like eclipse like glasses that you get. They're, and they, if you guys don't know what they look like, do you, if you've ever gotten those um, cheap glasses that you get around the holidays that turn um, like Christmas lights into different shapes. Have you ever seen those before? Yeah, kind of like they're like holographic-y, like kaleidoscope-y sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, except they're like yeah. just like black lenses, so you don't like oh, completely burn yeah, your retinas right. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can actually like look at the sun for you know a short amount of time and not actually go completely blind. So they were looking like dorks with those on, and they were sending me pictures. But um, the closest place here where it was in totality um, was, <clears throat> I think. Like a hundred miles south, so probably in Idaho. And I know a lot of people that went down there to view it in totality. And my my aunt and uncle went down, and I had my roommate went down, and they said it was really 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 amazing. Where compared to like up here, where even though it was like ninety two percent, it was like a completely different experience. It, when it was in totality because it was like a super amazing when it's completely over the sun and things yeah. actually go like really dark like over here since it was only 92 percent we could tell like the the temperature definitely dropped which was very interesting it dropped Ooh. by about 10 degrees for like i don't know like 10 to 15 minutes while it was like going across and then um that was about it like it was just a little bit dimmer here but i guess the problem up here is we have so many of these forest fires that are continually going on that it was super smoky out too so it was kind of like hard to see it but regardless i went outside i didn't have those glasses so what i did what i read online is that you could like put your hands together and just like look through a crack in your fingers Mm, and that could help a little bit so i tried that i looked like an absolute asshole outside trying to like put my hands in front of my face but i looked at it it was cool and then i was like over it and i came inside and they had like some new overwatch news from gamescom i was like oh okay and i just got over it yeah it was interesting but there's another one in what like seven years and and the like totality is going to be in little rock arkansas oh my god going home for the eclipse i know google calendar for seven years Oh, no. Maybe I'll be living there again. Who knows? Honestly, let's hope not. <laughs> but if it is, it's okay. I don't think so. I don't think I'll ever live in Arkansas ever again. And I don't, th- you know, honestly, I think that's okay. Oh, yeah. I, think I was thinking about it today, fine. though, and I was like, what ties me to Arkansas right now? And I was like, my parents, mm-hmm. I still have, you know, all of my relatives are there. I don't have a single relative out of that state. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I would ever see any of them like if my parents weren't there. And then, of course, my best friend is there, too. But like, I That's was like, it. whoa, yeah, like I may one of these days, I'm just like never going to go back to Arkansas, probably. So do you not have any like like first or second cousins that live outside of Arkansas or does like literally everyone still no. live in Arkansas? Literally all of my cousins live in Arkansas. That's like, so and also crazy to me. In the same town. What? Like in the same town. Like my family escaped that town. They were mm-hmm. the ones that got away. So they're and like am, the outcasts in that sense. I am so thankful that they got away from that. <laughs> That's um, such an interesting concept to me, though, because I have, you know, cousins like I have a cousin right now that's living in Alaska because she's a school teacher. I've had oh, cousins yeah. that live in that, like lived in Europe for a long time. They lived in Prague. I had a bunch of um, family members that lived on the East Coast. I had a bunch of people that live in Seattle and Denver. And so it's weird to me that like everyone huddles together. Is that like a Southern thing or is that just a your family? I don't thing? think so. I think it's my like a my family thing. I did have a cousin who lived in England. He's lived in like England and New Zealand. OK, but he's like a hardcore like preacher there mm. at those places. Yeah, it was like, like a mission a, thing. No, like he's like he goes and like is the preacher of churches, like the pastor. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like the scary kind of pastor, kind of. Like yeah. So he doesn't really talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder and then why. I have, a, <laughs> I have, I think I have a cousin who's like a lawyer in Dallas or something. But that's okay. It. That's Damn. It. Yeah. And then there's you who's just trying to steer clear so you don't get then fucking crucified. Me. Leaving for the Big Apple, the, the Windy big... City. Wait, the City of Lights. I don't think you're City of Dream. Wait a second, there. <laughs> I think those are all different cities. The city of Love. Oh God, the Emerald City. I don't city. even know what half of those are. Oh, the Emerald City. Yeah, That's where I want to go. That's what they call like Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah. Seattle's the Emerald City. Wow. Look at you yeah. knowing things. I'm so nah, proud nah, of you. Nah, nah. Speaking of places. Oh my I've God, a what little... a segue. I got a little something for you. Oh, people, okay, places, and so, things. I love nouns. 
<laughs> God. <laughs> and ideas. Uh, <laughs> so I've got this, uh, this article that says, this map shows which emoji people are most into in each state. Okay. But, however, like, obviously they couldn't do, like, which is the most used emoji because you would have to collect people's text messages and, like, Yeah, you know, it's a whatever. whole, like, data thing. So this is, like, the most, each state's most searched for emoji on Google. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I don't even know which state Montana is. Uh, Let's see We're here. a big one on top near are Canada. You, wait, wait, I think this one is you. Are you, where the fuck am I? Okay, are you like square on the right and the bottom and then you're like squiggly on the left? Yes, that's us. Okay, I, okay, okay. What do you think that people search? Which emoji you think your folks are searching for? Uh, the cow emoji. No, surprisingly, it is the heart eyes emoji. What? Y'all are all in love in Montana um, with your cows. Well, probably. yeah, we're either in love with our cows or each other. So with your relatives. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Arkansas, it's the crying face. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what does that say about your like, goddamn state? There are only two states. No, three, three, where it's like a tear or it's like a crying emoji. The rest are like some sort of happy. But like everyone Arkansas in Arkansas wants to die. Mm-hmm. And there are like um, Texas is the peach. It's the only one that's a peach, which is weird. I, I, maybe just because that everyone uses the um, probably because that a bunch of old people live in Texas and they don't understand the kids sending the <laughs> peach emoji back and forth. So like, what the fuck is this? Why people oh, send in peaches? Because it looks like a butt. True. Um. But, oh my God, that's interesting. I'd be very curious if they, I mean, like, I don't know, the NSA should come out with a study since the NSA has everything these days. Tinfoil hat, oh, everyone. Yeah. Um, and they should have, they should put out a study of all the data that they've collected from ev- all the tweens text messages and figure out the actually most used emojis per state. I feel like that'd be a very interesting thing to see. But Did you see that um, article that said, let's see, it was on mental floss. I only read the title. I but mean, said, we don't, this is what we expect, <laughs> what everyone expects on the show with Sam and Joe. Yeah, we can't, we don't delve too deep, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, including smiley emojis in your work emails could make you look incompetent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> if you don't know how to write a professional too. work email, then I'm just like, girl. Oh. Like, there are, um... I feel like there's I've only worked in one place before where like we had to send work emails back and forth. And there were Mm -hmm. those people who like did cutesy emails and tried to put like smiley faces at the end of sentences. And and you could really tell a tell a tone difference. And like sometimes it was kind of welcome because sometimes if the subject was like sort of heavy or something, you could tell they weren't like yelling at you. Yes. But like most of the most people were just like very straightforward. And like I could see how that. It was fine, but sometimes you like mistook the tone for like, oh no, they're like really stern with me. Like something or, more like, aggressive. Right. Interesting. So, whatever. I think in like in like a hundred years, we're gonna go back to only emoji. Just like yeah, it's gonna be like pictographs all over again. Exactly. We're just gonna use emojis for everything. Hieroglyphics. Exactly. What's your most used emoji, probably? I on um, Grinder. Oh my god! Let me. <laughs> well, the I guess fuck. The problem is that I just reset my phone. I do that like every couple months. The new oh, Android update came out, um, and everything mm-hmm. is like in the cloud for me. All my pictures and stuff. So, um, I I updated to the official Android Oreo operating system. Whatever. Uh, oh my boring, god! Did boring. you like? get an official one or did you like get the files from online and like flash them no so i didn't get the over the air update um i just i downloaded the official files online and had to do it myself which i do all the time anyway i know how to do that regardless i lost all of my um uh like my uh stats for swift key which is the keyboard that i use it resets every time i wish they, they would keep it in the cloud or something so i don't have my like most used emojis i only have my most used emoji over the past like two days which is nothing but i bet you anything it's like the smirk face because I like that one a lot. Do you know? What oh, I like about? that one and like the thanking one. Yeah, like, yeah, the Jesus thanking one's really good. Mm-hmm. It's like, Wait, mm. so can you hold on? I don't know if I have it tracking my stats. You know, I'm crazy. I don't like being tracked. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you have like six burner phones, right? Oh shit, it does. It tells me what my top emojis are. Oh my god, do you use SwiftKey? Is that what you're using? Oh yeah, I do. I use SwiftKey. I didn't know I had that turned on or that it even was a thing Uh-oh. i the most apparently my most used emoji is the winking kissy face where you, the heart's coming out 
I wonder who you're sending that to all the time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> me and uh, me and the fella send uh, that to each other every night. So. Are you are you and your fella at that point where you're sending shit posts to each other? Is that or is that only a thing that I ever do with guys that I'm interested in? No, we definitely. I mean, you know, send each other internet shit, internet okay. garbage. Okay. My good. next good. most used emoji is the like okay hand sign. Oh, okay. I do. Well, use I mean, that you one send that to me every every week. Yeah, literally, like every other message. Because the entire conversation that Joe and I have is: Are we recording Tuesday <laughs> or Wednesday? And then we discuss. We sometimes it's Wednesday, sometimes it's Tuesday, and then we're like, okay, then we don't talk for like eight hours. And then I text <laughs> Joe like five minutes before, and I'm like, I gotta poop. And then I'm going to call you. And then Joe's response is always two okay emojis. And it's been like that for the past three years. It's how we communicate. Today I sent you a Princess Daisy dancing gif, though. Yeah, you are like, you are a Daisy queen now since you've been playing Mario Kart 8 on the Switch. She's a feminist icon. Did you read my uh, tweet stuff about like how Mario's a terrorist in her kingdom? Uh, no, because I don't read your fucking Twitter all the goddamn time. <laughs> Wait, Apparently, I am missing nobody, out. Nobody have, reads my tweets. You <laughs> what? I don't know what, what? everyone. I'm losing hundreds of Twitter followers every day. What? That's true. Yikes! <laughs> Getting too close to home, honey. Because <laughs> I don't post vlogs anymore, and all those people are like giving up on we me. We miss you. Where are you? <laughs> oh no. Oh, Kill no. me. No, so what is this terrorist? What is this a conspiracy theory? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's not about. a conspiracy theory. It's fact. And let me read it to you right now. And by I'm read ready. it, I mean bring it out of my brain. Um, okay, so Princess Daisy was the star of one game, uh, Mario Super Mario Land on Game Boy. Okay. And basically what happened in this game is her land, she ha- she is from a place called Sarasa Land. Mm-hmm. It was invaded by an alien and he brainwashed all of her citizens and all of the rulers of her kingdoms into like being evil basically. Oh. So Mario comes in. So Princess Daisy's like the ruler of all the land, but it's separated into four kingdoms and each kingdom has its own ruler under her. Oh. So Mario comes in. He murders all of her citizens. He murders all of the rulers of all the kingdoms instead of like while they're brainwashed. They could have been fixed. Mm-hmm. And the last thing he does is kill the alien who did it all that would release the spell. Wow. So instead of killing the alien first, he murders everybody in her whole kingdom. So now she has to rule the whole fucking place herself. And she does a fucking fine job because it has not been invaded since. Unlike the Mushroom Kingdom, which gets invaded every year. Well, the thing is, is there's nothing to really invade when everyone's when it's a desolate wasteland because Mario (laughs) went in and had a fucking Mario genocide. Literally, he's a terrorist. He is a terrorist in Sarasa Land. He murdered. It's like a post-apocalyptic world now that she lives in, that she rules over. She's Uh, like, um, it's like Mad Max there. mm -hmm. She's like uh, Furiosa. Wow. I had no idea. I had no fucking idea. And and this is this is just 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 a show. Your fave is is problematic. Exactly. Super Mario. I love Daisy. She's I like her because everybody hates her and they hate her because she's like loud. She's so fucking loud. (laughs) She's loud. And it's like I feel like all of these like straight white guys love Peach because she's like she stays in her lane. Yeah, she's she's complacent. She's complacent. You rescue her all the time, and that's what like a straight white male like their testosterone just like blows out of their ears off. Meanwhile, over that, you Daisy's know? getting in bar fights, like Daisy's at the getting local in bar pub. Fights. She's like riding her motorcycle around an, an apocalyptic wasteland. She visits the Mushroom Kingdom to participate in their fucking stupid ass tennis tournaments and their stupid mm-hmm. cart tournaments. And then she and then like she pieces out and she rules her kingdom like super fucking well. And yeah, exactly. Guys hate her for that, you know. So, your fave is not problematic, Princess Daisy. Princess Daisy, if she's your fave, you're in. You you chose the right horse. You're doing good, but I mean, she does say Daisy. All the time. I love it. But uh, we all know that she's abrasive. Um, Today I learned that Super Mario Land, which is a game that I played on the Game Boy back in the day, fucking (laughs) loved it. I had no idea that we were, like, trying to rescue Daisy. However, I guess I never, like, <laughs> beat the game in full because it was, like, oh. I inherited. Because this game, uh, Super Mario Land for the Game Boy, came out in 1989, which is way before my time. So I inherited it from a cousin of mine oh, for my Game Boy. 
Um, and so I was really young when I was playing it. I was probably like five or six when I was playing it on my Game Boy. And so mm-hmm. I probably never ended up beating it. And I also didn't know how to read at the time. And so I didn't really know what the fuck was happening. At the time? I mean, still, but I want to just, yeah. Y- yeah, I still don't know how to read. Sure, sure. But anyways, oh, Daisy. So Daisy's your your queen of choice in Mario Kart lately. I love her. I'm still like, like I'm going to be recording some Mario Kart for later this week. And I'm still trying to figure out like which car I like her in. What I love her in is like the big like Range Rover, like open top Jeep thing with like the big monster truck wheels. But she just, it sucks to drive in that. Like a full Mad Max monster truck fucking Exactly. So I usually have her on a motorcycle just because I like her outfit better. I She doesn't f- suit like that big puffy ass dress. That's just like a peach ripoff shit. Exactly. And Give Daisy it. her own goddamn personality. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm glad you're you enjoying Mario Kart. In? Do you, you play? Um, I wait, play, you shy, play guy. shy Guy. That's I what play, I thought. I play Shy Guy who's like, I think he's he's either a light or a medium class. I think he's a light class. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I fucking no know idea. the goddamn Mario Kart meta. Um, I just I just play him because I don't know. I picked him one day and I stuck with him. And I always I always pick the um, the motorcycles because I I just mm-hmm. like how they handle more. I don't know. I've really never experimented too much with a bunch of different carts and like figuring out which ones I like. I just kind of like picked one that I thought I did decent in and then stuck with it. And which isn't really the best option. You should probably just like go through the ones and figure out like the best ones to go. Like there's that Wiggler cart or something that's like supposed to be super, super good. How is it? Yeah, I don't know. There's this whole fucking Mario Kart meta. I, I couldn't care less. Um, And so I, it just it's one of those things where it's just like I love Shaga. I'm sticking with him. It's I I, I don't want to switch around. I don't know. And like in, I feel like unless you're doing like a fucking tournament, it doesn't matter much because I was playing on 200 CC and getting like first place. Holy and I shit, was like, girl. Well, I was maybe it's maybe it transfers from Sonic racing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you I didn't think two hundred. You know, I'm just like a seasoned cart driver. Exactly. You're just a seasoned queen. Um, but yeah, like I, I feel like you can still pick something that's not in the meta or like is relatively shitty and still do good even in 200cc. Yeah. Oh my god, 200cc, I get like vertigo when I play 200cc, it's crazy. Really? It yeah. feels like the perfect speed to me. I mean, it's probably because that like 50cc in Sonic and All-Stars Racing is probably equivalent to 200cc. Well, there's no like, there's no ccs in Sonic and All-Stars. It's all the same oh. speed all the time. Gotta that's go fast all the time. Mm-hmm. 24-7. That makes sense, y'all. Well, I'm sure your viewers will be happy that you're not not fucking playing goddamn all-stars racing transformed what best game ever best game ever made ever joe's the only person that ever played it ever <laughs> online ever Ooh, best game ever oh my god um well uh, speaking of other games that i i've been interested in i i'm one of those people that i i everyone knows that i love i'm um, watching streamers on twitch and whatever um a streamer that i've been watching lately has been playing this like kind of spooky game and it's called it Darkwood. D-A-R-K-W-O-O-D. It's also called Welcome to Darkwood. I think it's just called Darkwood in the Darkwood. fandom. Darkwood. And it's it it's one of these, um, it's a survival horror game, but it's like it's like a top-down third-person view. So it has the same view as like Prison Architect or Rimworld, I believe. So it's like you're walking around and like it's like a top-down view, kind of like a link to the past a little bit, how it's like a top view. Uh-huh. Um and it's developed by this Polish company, and it's been in, like, Steam Early Access, access since, like, yeah. 2014 or something. And it just officially came out on the 17th. It's been, like, slow. It's, like, it's been in perpetual beta for a super long right. time. And so I, um, a, a streamer that I watch all the time has been playing it after he does his speed runs. Um, someone recommended this to him. And it's, it's very interesting. It's, like, this semi-open world in the sense where you are in this, like, abandoned forest well not really abandoned just this kind of like desolate creepy forest somewhere in the um like eastern europe and there's like these zombie dogs and like things you have to like you have to scavenge during the day and then you have to like hunker down and board all the windows and you're like um in the place that you live at night so people don't come and like try to eat you at night it's very oh, interesting that um just the kind of the aura and the atmosphere is very creepy. The music's very good. It's it's very, very interesting. 
Um, there's some weird characters. The art is very like creepy pasta esque in like a non cringy sort of way. I don't really know. I thought that maybe you'd be interested in it. Um, I don't know I if think it's, it's a, on if my it's wish a... list. Oh really? But I don't. I honestly haven't known anything about it. Um, I never buy like early access games anymore. Simply, I mean because, that's like, probably good. I've been disappointed with a lot of them in the mm. past, but I didn't know that it came out like for sure. Yeah, Does it it's have like, like um, an end goal or do you just like stay alive? I think the I think the goal is to stay alive. I, I know there's a story. There's a story okay. arc in it. So it's not just like you're just trying to stay alive for as long as possible. It's not like don't starve. I feel like don't starve is one of those where you just you are just trying to stay alive for as long as possible. I think in this game there is. Um, you need to stay alive, but the longer you stay alive, the more you um, unlock in the story, like the more you progress within the story. Mm. So I think there is an end goal in the sense where I think if you make it towards the end, don't quote me on this, you make it out of the forest. If you like, if you progress through the storyline, so um, it's like Stardew Valley, but like creepy. dark. Yeah. Interesting. And, and there's lots of scavenging. Like you have to find supplies and you have to like heal yourself with bandages. And there's a crafting element where you can you need to like make boards to board up your windows. Um, there's a very interesting light element where like creatures will come like try to get you from behind if you aren't shining your flashlight in a certain direction. It's very interesting. I've only seen I've only uh, seen it streamed a couple times. But as someone I know someone who is into horror games. So I thought that I, you know, recommend it to you. I don't know if it's a good streaming yeah, for sure. game. I think for but stream, it looks like a good streaming game. It's just it, the aura is very creepy. It seems like it has a very relaxed tone um, and it's it's story driven. So I thought that you might be interested. I'm definitely enjoying looking at it. I'm trying to find a good because I don't want to fucking play the game because I'm horrible at playing these sorts of games. Sure. So I'm trying to find a good let's player. So maybe you should be the let's player that I can watch while I'm in bed maybe? and get creeped out at like three in the morning. I've never played a game in my life. I, ne- I don't even know what games are. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I don't know her at all. The screenshots that I'm looking at look really cool. Yeah. Um, it's always surprises me how like it. So I play mostly like 3D horror games. Like yes. First, first person is probably my favorite. But like every once in a while, I'll pick up some like old, you know, top view game. And it's like so surprising how scary that view can be, too. Yeah. Like when shit starts like running to you from like other angles and you like know you're not going to be able to get away. You just have to like f- try to figure the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, girl. Yeah, I'll well, check that, it out. I'm yeah, Darkwood. If anyone's released. interested, I know it's it's uh it's officially released. It's on Steam. Um, you can get it for uh fucking Windows and Mac and Linux if you're crazy. Um, oh. So maybe you're interested. There you go. If you guys want a creepy uh, top view horror game, I've heard good things about Darkwood. So there you go. Um, has there been anything coming out of GamesCon that you've been? I really haven't. I haven't paid much attention. I know that they. Um, I know that Blizzard was talking about how they released that new map, Junker Town or whatever, which seems interesting. There mm-hmm. was that that uh, it wasn't really a. They didn't weren't calling it a cinematic because it wasn't a cinematic, but it was that weird video that they had with Junkrat and Roadhog that everyone was yeah. shitting all over. And I'm just like, I don't care. I just it care about the a map. Weird video. It seemed like it was it was done like in the. It was like with the game engine, which was very yeah. interesting. It was like Looney Tunes. It was like very the, like it was very Looney the music Tunes. Music was like Looney Tunes music. It was weird. It was very like Looney Tunes, Team Fortress, sort of like slapstick comedy, which I was like, yeah. just, it's just very odd coming out of Overwatch. Yeah, it was I, very, very I feel strange. like it, it fit Junkrat's personality, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I was just kind of like, oh, this is weird. But I'm excited for the like new they map. could have given Junkrat a little bit more like depth. Mm-hmm. But maybe he's not supposed to have any. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's stupid. Who knows? Maybe so. I don't I know. I know that um, the uh, review embargo for the Mario and Rabbids game is lifting soon. So there's going to be a bunch of reviews coming out for that, which is the oh. like the XCOM sort of type of game with Mario and Rabbids. And that looks super, super polished, but it involves rabbits, which are basically like the video video game equivalent of minions. So it's just like kind of cringy to me. And so I don't know. Apparently, it looks like a fun game, but I'm going to wait for the reviews. Otherwise, I really haven't been paying attention to Gamescom at all. 
I just kind of forgot it was happening. It was like the eclipse and other shit was happening in my life. Have you been paying attention at all? I don't know. There hasn't been a whole lot. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was assumed that Square Enix was going to tease, because it's been two years since the last Tomb Raider game, and it was assumed they were going to tease Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is the um, alleged title of the next game. But instead, they said, hey, we're releasing Rise of the Tomb Raider for the fourth time on what the, the Xbox. Like the new, what is there, a new like fucking souped up Xbox or something? Xbox the Xbox Pro One or- X. I don't know. I don't know at all. But so they released it on like back in 2015, they released on Xbox and they did a PC big release and then they did a huge PS4 release. And now they're doing another fucking Xbox release. And I'm just like, come on. Work on on a new goddamn game. Like they milk their games so fucking hard. Like same with uh, Tomb Raider 2013. They Mm -hmm. released it on everything and then they remade it like just like a couple years later to like the definitive edition. And it was like, calm down. I don't give a shit. Like she doesn't look that much better. Like after right. like a year of, you know, more like technology. I, I played this game three years ago. Like, come on. God, like they need to, they need to like amp it up a little bit. But well, I feel like it doesn't Square Enix. Aren't they the company that does Final Fantasy and they re-release Final yeah. Fantasy games all the fucking time. So that That's makes sense. True. Yeah. And it's just they milk like everything. And I wasn't even too excited about a new Tomb Raider release, honestly, because like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously I'm going to play the hell out of it, but like, yeah. I don't, I don't relate to them anymore. That's yeah. not, that's not my Lara, not my Lara, not my president, <laughs> not my president Croft, not my Lara Croft. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. And then, um, seems like there was something else. Oh, there's good. Like Nintendo said some new split, a new Splatoon map. Ooh. Uh... And I'm excited about that, but that's about it. I don't know. I just, I feel like GamesCon is like, like a sort of sad E3. Right. Like it's big, but it's, and it's big and they, you know, they release a lot of shit but it's like in germany like what am right, i right it's like uh there was a picture of angela merkel who's <laughs> the prime minister of germany playing like farming simulator and i was yes. like this is so german right now was that was amazing. the best part of GamesCon. i was like yes queen because like you know trump would never oh trump would never trump would never oh, probably because he doesn't know how to play video games so true i what i would that would be very interesting to watch him try to figure and he's talking i don't even know what the conversation about like I pull up the news today and he's talking about like Afghanistan and I was like, what is going on? I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I didn't even know. Some days I just got to block myself out. I got to fill myself with happier news. So I just haven't really been paying attention lately, which is bad. I know. But sometimes you just get fed up. You just get fed up. Yeah. Sometimes you can't deal with it. So I've you just, just been enveloping myself with uh, just Eclipse stuff. I've been watching a lot of American Dad, which is like so you like five years ago. Literally. Oh, my Literally. God. <laughs> um, and Are I've you been, watching like new episodes or old ones? I'm watching old ones. I'm starting from the beginning because um, I've, I've, I've caught I've caught episodes before and I've really enjoyed them, but I've never like watched a lot of them. I've never like had it be a routine. So it's kind of like I watch a couple episodes before bed every night. That's kind of what I do. And it's just like really, really funny. And you're totally Roger. It's so funny. Um, But yeah, no, I've just been I've been enveloping my life with more happy things since we have a shitlord president. So it's It's definitely like the better alternative to like family guy. Oh, yeah. Like Like, it's way above. It's still like, honestly, Seth MacFarlane is kind of trash. I mean, he's very Um, problematic. Yeah. (laughs) And but like I would still like I feel like American Dad's almost like a guilty pleasure. Right. Totally. Yeah. Just because I the Roger storylines are the best. Like if he doesn't have a storyline, it's like why watch this episode? Exactly. I I totally watch for Roger. I watch yeah, for like, Roger. Whenever there's a Steve storyline, I'm like I don't care. Exactly. Like give me Roger in a new costume. Like exactly. Give me Roger in drag because that's all I care about. It's exactly. So good. Oh lord. Oh, and I want to give an update. I am still slowly working through your K-pop playlist. I'm like a third of the way oh, through. Good. I I haven't like I'm I'm slowly making my way through just because that I have uh, had other things to do but i am i am listening i am i am uh, enveloping the k-pop essence so i'll, well, I'll probably have a review that, for you i'll give you some older stuff too because i think okay. the playlist i sent you was like mostly like past two or three year stuff definitely definitely was more recent stuff yeah Something. Have you had like a favorite or anything? I mean, I'm still like I'm still super into Blackpink, but I feel like that I am uh, really getting a 
a hold on Red Velvet right now. Like I, mm. I feel like I am getting like like Red Velvet is getting stuck in my head now, which I feel like is a good fucking sign because Red Velvet is a it's fucking bops, man. They're fucking bops. You should so, um, you got to memorize Rookie. Ooh, okay, I'll it do it. It was like their most controversial hit. Ooh, oh my god. I, it was the song that I hated for like two days straight. Mm. And then it was like my favorite song in the entire world for the rest of my life until I'm dead. Oh, my God. Very controversial. But Very was it your favorite in the sense where you made it your ringtone? Because we all know that's like peak love no, for you. No, Dumb Dumb by Red Velvet is still my favorite. It's still my ringtone. Oh, okay. okay. I, I thought about changing okay. it to Rookie. Oh, damn. But so it was a contender, it. but it didn't make it. Was it was a contender. It didn't make the cut, though. Maybe oh, someday. I need, to, I need to, like, freshen up my ringtone, I feel like. Fre- you know, freshen up a little bit in the powder room. Freshen it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Anyways, I'm glad you're listening to it. Yes, I'm slowly making through it. I'll have updates within the next couple weeks. I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I've had other things to do. Sure, I'm slowly sure. working through I'm, it. Yeah, like, look at the sun. and yeah, yeah, you know, looking at the sun and, like, sleeping, you know, very busy. Sure, yeah, my schedule exactly is just how it booked. goes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know it. Um, so should we move on to our favorite things? Let's do it. These are a few of our favorite things. So, John. Yeah? What's your favorite thing? Oh, my God. My favorite thing is this movie. A movie? A motion picture? It's on Netflix. It's the Netflix. Uh, I think it, you know, they made it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is called What Happened to Monday? Oh, my God. I was literally planning on watching that tonight because it looked really good. It is, so it's about two hours long. It is one of the best movies I have seen in a long time. And it's, Glenn Close is in it. I love me some Glenn Close. I can love her. Wait, let me see who the main actress is. What Nomi, Nomi Rapace. What's her name? Nick? Nomi? Nomi? I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's it's spelled Nomi. N-O-O-M-I. Well, she plays, uh, the, the main characters are septuplets. She plays all of them. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, not only does she play all of them, but like, they all have extremely different personalities. Mm-hmm. And they are like in every scene together. And so there were some scenes I was watching, like there are some fight scenes. And you're just like, holy shit, she had to do this scene seven different times in like all of these different angles. And it just like, you never like, you never once assume that it's there aren't seven people there. Exactly. It's It's like super convincing. The Um, way they do that is just amazing. But the premise of the movie is it takes place like in the in the future. I guess it's nearest nearish future where overpopulation has become like this huge, huge, massive problem. Like there's not enough food. There's not enough water. And so each family's only allowed to have one kid Mm -hmm. and um, something happens to them. The other kids. If you find out in the in the movie what happens to the other kids, um, if they have siblings or anything. But, of course, they're these septuplets. So what their grandfather does is he names them each after a day of the week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so forth. Mm-hmm. And they all pretend to be the same person. And they can only oh. leave the house as that person on that day of the week. Oh. So, like, every night, it takes place when they're, like, 30. And so they have this bank job. And they'll come home and, um, like, tell the other sisters all they need to know about what happened that day. So, and it's... Oh, my God. Then, of course, one day Monday doesn't come home. And that's what happened to Monday. (gasps) And you gotta... They gotta figure it out. And let me tell you, twists and turns all the way. I watched it with a fella. And we were trying to guess... Like what like was going to happen, and like it changed like every ten minutes. Like, oh my god, I love those where you're like on the edge of your seat, mm-hmm. and you're like, you think something's going to happen, and then it doesn't. And you're like, oh shit. And then at the end, it was, it was kind of like it. It's one of those movies where it ends, and then the situation is still not black and white for you. You're like, oh, like, who was the real bad guy? Like, who? What was the real situation? Like, there's still still some loose ends, right? Like, not necessarily loose ends. Yeah, I guess there are a few loose ends, but it's it's more like um, a moral. It makes you like like question things, and it was makes really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. But I would call it, it's like a, kind of like a sci-fi action drama, I would call it. But um, definitely recommend one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. And I just love Glenn Close and she was amazing. Nice. Oh my God. Well, so I know Nomi Rapace because she was the original actress in the Swedish version of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. 
which I saw a long time ago. Yeah, right. she was that bitch okay. in, in the Swedish version, not the Americanized version. Right, in the original right. Swedish version, she was the the main actress in that. Um, and I've loved her ever since. I, I haven't really watched much with her. So when I heard that this was coming out and that she was the, the main girl in it, I was like, ooh, automatically interested. And then I heard that Glenn Close was in it. And I was like, oh, shit, like this is going to be good. And so then I, I kind of forgot about it. And then uh, just a couple days ago, it, it came back in my feed and I was like, oh, shit, I need to watch this. And so I recommended it to one of my friends, just have, you know, uh, you know, whatever, just over t- coffee or whatever. And they watched it like that night and got back to me and said it was super, super good. And so I still haven't watched it yet. So that was kind of my plan tonight after recording the podcast is that I was going to like hunker down with some popcorn and watch this because it's on Netflix and all the reviews from all my friends and you are saying that it's super good. So I'm really excited. I didn't even realize until just now that she's the main character in Prometheus. Oh, yeah, that's right. I never saw Prometheus. So I try to forget about Prometheus. That's probably why I didn't realize it. I even forgot Charlize Theron was in Prometheus. Shit. She was? Yeah. Damn, girl. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, whatever. I don't think I'm ever going to watch Prometheus, but thanks for letting me know. It's a, you know, it's not one of the better alien movies. It's a movie. It's not one of the worst, though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot she was in it. Well, speaking of Alien, um, this isn't my favorite thing because I thought it was mediocre. But I watched The Defenders this week, which is that on Netflix. It's like that. Is it a show? Yeah, it's a it's an eight episode miniseries. Uh, it has all four of the main uh, protagonists from like the the Marvel Netflix series, like Jessica Jones and Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron. Fist. Um, and they all like band together and they fight like whatever. The main villainess is Sigourney Weaver in um oh in the Defenders. God. And so I was like, oh my God, I need to watch this for Sigourney Weaver. Um, it was totally like mediocre. It wasn't my favorite. I love Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones overall is my favorite like character. I love her series. I'm ready for a season two. But I watched the Defenders just like over a day, like eight hours spent with my roommate. And we watched it and it was all right. But the best part overall was Sigourney Weaver and her outfits. She looked like a fucking goddess. In all of her outfits that she was wearing, she plays this girl named Alexandra. I'm not going to spoil anything, but regardless, Sigourney Weaver is still bopping. She's still hot as fuck, and she's amazing. So that's the best part of The Defenders. Yeah, they need um, to make a new Alien movie with her, like ASAP. Right? Like they do, because she is like, ugh, she's uh, she has a, such a special place in my heart. I just love Sigourney They've so much. They've like thrown around like ideas for it for the past like decade. And it's just like so annoying that they haven't made it. Right. But, Nothing's come to um, fruition. It's just like, ah. Uh. I heard that. I've heard a lot about the Defenders, especially that like Iron Fist just like needs to die. Oh, yeah. No. The, what's interesting is that like everyone hated Iron Fist when it came out. It was like it's the lowest rated of all the Marvel series on Netflix. And the Defenders is basically Danny Rand, who is Iron Fist just fucking shit up and making everyone's lives hell and just being a stupid boy and everyone calls him out for it at least but it's still so annoying oh he's like the worst so it's everyone else trying to clean up his stupid messes that's basically what the defenders is i don't think i I don't know if i'd recommend it or not i mean whatever if you're a huge marvel nerd which i'm not um you if you really want to watch it you can it's not it's not even my favorite thing but regardless sigourney weaver is my favorite thing all the time um but this week my favorite thing is a youtube series on wired like the uh, the journalism company the tech right. review company wired um on their youtube channel they have this uh this periodical sort of series that they did i don't think i think when they started it it was going to be a one-off thing but then people really enjoyed it so they continue doing it and they came out with a new episode today i think they have like a new episode every few months or so so it's kind of sporadic but it's called technique critique with eric stinger and eric stinger is a new york-based dialect coach with 10 years of experience who coaches all accents and languages he's an expert in the field um these videos are super popular like they they have like millions of views so i would be unsurprised if you hadn't already seen it but they had a new episode today and it's basically eric stinger sits down and he talks about um actors and actresses um, portraying like famous people and going over like if they nailed down the um, the dialect and the accent for these people Ooh. and talks about accents and dialects in like Hollywood and stuff and talks about like kind of what they're doing and and the the motives behind it and you know if it was a hit or a miss or something um, and it's I, I just find it very interesting because I think that dialects and languages are super interesting to me um, but he was talking about um, in this episode. There was a quick little bit about how some people, when they say the S sound, like S, 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's like there's like a 50 50 chance whether your tongue it, there's two different types of people people who have the tongue at the roof of their mouth for the s sound and people who have their tongue at the bottom teeth for the s sound and i'm the type of person that has the tongue at the top of my mouth when i say the s like um i think i am too we talked um, about that in i had to take a linguistics class oh okay for my um uh degree or whatever i have mm-hmm. and <laughs> so we One had to do all of, we had to do all of the like i don't even remember what it was all called but we had to do a test on it and of course i made a c but mm, yeah i mm-hmm. always remember it was very interesting at least um, at least it, like to hear how people's mouths develop, like based on how they talk. Yes. And then like they, they it's hard after a certain period to like change an accent or right. something. Um, but that sounds really interesting. Uh, my fella's interested in stuff like that. I'll have to send him. It's at the yeah, it's I, on the Wired. Yeah. So on Wired's YouTube channel, you can just look up Technique Critique on YouTube. There's only three episodes and they've they had like two a year or something. So it's nothing. Oh, okay. I wish they would do more of them. But this episode's like 30 minutes long. This like this guy goes through a bunch of different scenes in a bunch of different movies. And he's like a he's like an expert dialect coach. And so it's very interesting to kind of hear what he has to say and going through like the the ins and outs of the the accent that the actor or actress is trying to portray. It's I, I just find it super, super interesting. It's done very, very well. Um, there's some funny moments too where he does like um like he analyzes uh Kevin Spacey. Is that is yeah, Kevin Spacey, right? Hold on. Kevin Spacey um doing Yes, Kevin Spacey doing a, a comedic Christopher Walken impression, and he like jokingly goes over that, which is super funny. It's I just find it super interesting. If you're interested in accents and dialects and languages, I recommend looking up Technique Critique with Eric Singer via Wired's YouTube channel. That's my favorite I'm very thing. interested in accents. Oh my God, you're like totally- I'm basically fr- an accent coach. You're basically an accent coach. I'm from Australia, mate. Y- sure. Now I'm from England. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm Yikes. a pirate. Wait, I would a pirate mm. talk. Arr. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> Army booty. Nailed it. Oh, man. It's like we got a real pirate here on the show. Uh, I don't know. I've I've never stolen a thing in my life. (laughs) Uh uh Well, let your fella know. Maybe he's interested. Yeah, for sure. uh, Maybe we'll watch it together. Who knows? Well, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. So now I guess we got a couple questions. We do. What? Um, I guess I will start. We've got an email and a voicemail. Let's start with this email. Mm-hmm. Um, it is from uh, Pompeii Posa. We've used their email before. They sent us basically a big list of questions like a couple months ago, and we go through them every once in a while when we need one. Yes, mm-hmm. we need them. Send us please. questions. Please, we need more. Please, we're desperate. We're always desperate. Please. Definitely need more. Uh, so here was one of their questions. What's the dumbest thing someone has said slash done when trying to pick you up? So... Um, most of my pickups are done via like texting or grinder or Tinder messages because I don't leave the goddamn house. God damn it. So I have a lot less experience with like someone trying to pick me up IRL, um, and more experience with like shitty pickup lines in, um, on like Tinder and grinder. Um, my, I think in most of my profiles for a long time, um, it was like, I don't want a man. I want someone to like buy me cinnamon rolls or something, something stupid like that, something like nonchalantly stupid. And a lot of people have like used that as a pickup line being like, Hey, I'd love to cream your cinnamon roll. And, <laughs> and I was like, no, I want an actual cinnamon roll. This is not a euphemism for sex. Like I always want sweets, you stupid bitch. Uh, but it's like things like that. Like people that are just like, Oh honey, like you tried, <laughs> but I want to cream your cinnamon roll is one that I've gotten multiple times or like I want to shoot my glaze all over you Ew. <laughs> like horrible Ew. Fun. like I, I ended up taking the cinnamon roll line off entirely because so many people were like taking it to like a really sexualized place and I guess that's kind of partly my fault for having something like a sweet with like a glaze and whatever of kind of setting people up for that I hate it when like cum is referred to as like frosting or like oh, yeah. or because I they're like baby you batter frost your cake or you you know, and you're like, no, no, like, no, no I, honey. If you let, if you could put real frosting on it, so I could eat it off. But yeah, like, I'm down with that. 
Yeah. Because like the thing, it's like, don't refer to your cum as frosting unless it actually tastes like it. And like frosting is like thick. And so I think of like this thick, grainy substance coming out of a Right, with like sugar granules in it. It's like, that must hurt shooting out of you. Ew. You're going to get a UTI. (laughs) Ooh, God. You're going to get a yeast infection. Ew. (laughs) What about you? Do you have any like specific things that you remember? Like really shitty pickup lines? I don't remember a lot of them. Um, I mean, I'd block see. them I out too. One. Well, a lo- oh my. Well, I always hate it when people are like um, the first thing that they would ask on like grinder or something. I don't have grinder anymore, of course. But they'd be like, "Do you have any like Ritalin or do you have any?" Someone asked me for Ritalin once, and then really? someone asked me like party, like meth or whatever. And oh then yeah, I'm like yeah. no, and then they'll be like, "Oh, well, do you want to fuck anyway?" And it's like. <laughs> No. It's like, no. I only want to fuck you when I'm really high, but I guess I'll fuck you when I'm not high. Um, my fella, the first thing he sent to me, so we, we met on OkCupid. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, I think he proposed to me in the very first message he sent me. He, it was like, should, we should get married next time I'm in, uh, in the sh- and next time I go through the Chicago airport. You know, he lives in D.C. Yeah. And, uh. I, I think normally I would have found that like cheesy, but like mm-hmm. um, it started a really good conversation between us, like a funny conversation. Like, I, oh, my God, you know, like you were just in the, just in a good mood, in a good place. Back. Yeah. Like, I feel like there are certain people like I, that to me, that was not a bad pickup yeah. at all. You know, um, I'm glad I replied. Um, right. Because he's, he's just like a goofy person. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like if I got that same line and I went to their profile and they were like, you know, like weird. Yeah, if they were like had a crazy like unkempt beard and were like wearing right. overalls and look like, it's like I'm really looking me. for uh, I'm really looking for a husband, please. I'm so desperate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like same girl, but I don't put it on my OK Cupid profile. Exactly. Like count it down. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever had any like super. Have you seen that Tumblr post where um uh, they're like, what are you doing? And the person's like, I'm at McDonald's. And then their next, the other person replies, fatty. And then their next message is, wanna fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally like, me. Oh, that's all I want someone to say to me. I want someone to call me fatty. fat and then fuck me anyway. Fatty, wanna fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah, wanna fuck. Degrading. Hell yeah. Lower oh my, my self esteem so I have to fuck you. Mm hmm. Yeah, cover me with barbecue <laughs> sauce, baby. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can't think of any super weird ones. I'm sure you get more with all of them. Don't you wear like Cheez-Its your picture for a while? Oh God, that was such a long time ago. That was when I was in <laughs> I, I, when I was in Boston, and I was like against Grinder. So oh, I was like, God. it's just so gross. Like it's so below me. And I was like, oh, okay, I need to get off my fucking high horse, Hanny. And you know, whatever. It was Cheez Its for a long time, and I just like had a, like a stupid profile that people would message me about crackers. It was sure. dumb. Whatever. That was a long sure. time ago. I'm surprised you remember that. But I'm anyways, like an elephant. You're like an elephant. You're giant and afraid giant of mice. Fatty. One of the- <laughs> you're a fucking fatty. <laughs> God. I love that post. That's a good post on Tumblr. Oh, well, well uh, thank question. you. Thank you, Pompuri Posa. Mm-hmm. We'll never know how to say your name. Right. No idea. Um, and now we've got a voicemail. Let me see where it's from. It's from Florida. Ooh. Uh, so uh, let's play it now. Okay. Hey, Sam. Hey, Joe. Longtime fan of the show. So Thursday... My significant other and I had a threesome, and though I've had threesomes in the past, my boyfriend hasn't. Overall, it was okay, but it was kind of weird seeing him kissing another man. So if we were to have another threesome, I would like to make the rule that there is no kissing on the mouth except for him and I. So my question to you is, what three-way rules would you have and why? Thank you so much for the show. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Well, uh, very interesting question there from Florida. Thank you. We don't know your name, but thank you. Yeah, he should have said your name, goddammit. Uh, maybe he doesn't want anyone to know. I don't maybe know. Maybe this is like incognito. This is like one of those like Dear Alice newspapers. Isn't it Dear Abby? <laughs> Uh-oh. And I'm the one that Uh-oh. can't read. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, who's Alice? I don't read those things. They're garbage. Yeah, yeah, you're um, right. 
so basically threesome rules mm-hmm. um i don't like okay i feel like in every like you bring around a good point i feel like in every sort of sexual like i don't i guess a, you call that a kink or like you would call that a what would you do like you're you're obviously communicate you're bringing other people into it yes yeah, so any I any sort like, of non-monogamy Right. I feel like you always have to like set those rules. Yeah. And, like, you, you have to have specific like boundaries. I've known a lot of uh, gay couples who, um, you know, play with others and they mm. always have like these rule sets between them. Right. Um, my threesome rules would be if I catch you having a threesome, you're out of here. <laughs> my threesome rule is no threesomes. <laughs> no threesome. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like this. This is extremely common and like this your situation that this that this person is in is very common and mm-hmm. that's great. Like the I know more and more couples out there who, you know, they actively play with other people and that's just like that's just like what people do. It it's let how me they tell work you, together and it's great. It's fine. Let me tell you that I was like so just weirded out and like against non-monogamy between gays. For the longest time. Yeah, I was just, I was so judgmental about it because I thought that like, if it's not for me, it shouldn't be for anyone else. Like that was my, that was my idea about it. Like I was just so like ignorant, so judgmental about it. Um, And I just kind of like slapped myself in the face one day and it's like, Sam, you don't have to be in a threesome, but you don't have to judge other people for like being non-monogamous. Like it's fine. You can let people live their goddamn lives. Wait Um, a minute. Are you telling me? That if someone doesn't live their life exactly how I live mine, it might be okay. What? I would what? never. Never. My way or the highway, sweetheart. My way or the highway, y'all. Um, however, okay, so this person is asking, like, uh, blah, 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 we're talking about, like, what are our threesome rules? I'm just not, I, I feel like that I can't even catch one man, let alone two. So I'm, like, st- I'm still gunning for that monogamy route. If I get, like, in a situation with, like, a great dude and we both want to, like, experiment with other people, I feel like that my threesome rule would be probably that we can play with others but only together. That would probably be my situation. Like, no, um, like no I, solo I th- play. Yeah, no solo play with other people. I, I, I think the problem is I'm not in that situation. Like, I think it totally depends on the sexual energy and the communication level that you have with your partner. Um, but like, I'm fuck, I'm single as fuck right now, and I'm just like trying to find someone that'll tolerate me, one person. So I'm like not even there yet. But I'm just trying to predict in the future. My rule would probably be, um, if we're gonna play with others, it has to be together, which I feel like is a good rule. And not a lot of people like realize that like not a lot of people put that rule down on the table so it's one of those things that's like oh yeah like we need to communicate that yeah we can play with other people but only together that'd probably be my rule that reminds me um like when i wasn't in a relationship um i was hooking up with this guy who was in a relationship and they Mm -hmm. like played separately with other people but their rule was no anal oh interesting but i was there for like 10 minutes and he was like i want to fuck you and i was like (laughs) Uh-oh. All right, guess that all goes out the window when he's right, not right. here. But um, I, in, in my case, too, I lean very strongly towards monogamy. Like, I don't think I could... Like, it's fine for everybody else. I don't, I don't care what anybody else does. A lot of people, like, like it works super well for them, and it's exactly mm-hmm. perfect for them. But, like, I... I don't think I could do it. Right. Like, I am just a very, I think my my mind is, like, monogamy geared. Yeah. Like, I, I see like... there are these two turtle doves that live outside my apartment, and they mate for life. Oh and every God. time I see them, I'm like, that is the cutest thing ever. Meanwhile, I don't know if you want to spend your life with the first person you mated with, Joe. <laughs> Dude, wait, what'd you say? I don't think you want to spend the rest of your life with the first person you ever mated with. Oh, God, no. No fucking thing. No. Oh, my God. And there are, like, people where I'm from who have that mindset. Where they're like, you don't have sex until marriage and then once like you, once you with fuck them person, it's permanent you fuck one person your whole life like and until the end of time which oh okay i have known i have legitimately known i a couple i've only known one that have stayed, one. stayed together but like they were like high school sweethearts and it worked for them it worked and they're still married you know sometimes sometimes it works Life finds a way. One thing, one thing I want to say, I want to judge your relationship just a little bit. No name caller. Um, Since you have experience with threesomes and your boyfriend doesn't, and you said it went kind of okay. um, 
just make sure that your boyfriend is really comfortable, you know, having a threesome with you. Because a lot of the times, like, I I just don't want your boyfriend to be pressured into doing something he doesn't want to do in that sort of sense. Maybe that's why it was just okay. I don't know. Maybe it has nothing to do with that. I just like, I can imagine me being in a situation with a really hot guy and then and like me not really wanting a threesome and them like pressuring me to do so. And I feel like that would be a really shitty situation to be in. Um, but in, in your case, I'm sure you both are like completely on board, like choo-choo threesome train down the fucking tracks. Um, well, and that's true though. Like when there are like, you both have to, I feel like both of the people have to agree like completely on what can and can't be done I feel like if one person wants a threesome more than the other, I feel like there's going to be this weird power dynamic imbalance that could like make it dramatic. I feel like that it I don't know. I feel like that things can go wrong if you're like if if you're having threesomes with someone that doesn't want it nearly as much as you do. And I know like in my mind, if I were with somebody and they really wanted to like see other people or like see other people sexually and I really didn't want to. My mind would like spin me into like this. I would, you know, start spiraling and be and, like, oh, they don't want to be with me. They don't think right, I'm attractive they don't anymore. They want to be with me. They don't. I'm not fulfilling them in some way that I should be or, you know, something like that. And the solution is just complete open communication. It's very tricky, which I'm just yeah, like, oh, yeah. God, if I could just like get one man and like keep him down for a while, like trap him, then I'm doing good. Like I, I cannot juggle another man. <laughs> With that, it's just like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm just very territorial and very like, I don't know. I feel like later on in my life, if I have more experience with dudes, I see myself totally being open to that. But like my like I feel like that my sexual confidence would just be in complete limbo if I was like having threesomes with people. And I feel like it just fuck with my sexual confidence a lot if I was with someone who always wanted a threesome and I didn't. I I don't don't think I could like I don't think my brain is geared towards that. Like, yeah, like just like some people's brains is geared toward that. I don't feel like there's there's not a right or a wrong way. Mm -hmm. It's just what you want. Because I feel yourself. like like the worst thing what you need like it I feel like like swap the situation I feel it'd be really shitty being in a situation with someone sorry I'm gassy I'm burping sure Ooh, as excuse usual. me mm-hmm. such a gassy lassie I feel like that it would be it would be unfair to you if you were like. I mean, I don't know. It would suck to be in a in a situation where you like are non monogamous in the sense where you like to play with other people, and and people keep trying to like keep you down and keep you like trying to trap you, like I want to do. I feel like that you need to. I in order for a relationship to work, you have to find someone that's that's sexually compatible with you in that aspect. Like if you you have to put that on the table early on and be like, well, I I'm really into monogamy, or I'm really into me being monogamish in the sense where like I like an occasional threesome and putting that out on the table early so you can figure out like okay am i compatible with you in this way or am i going to get hurt later on sort of situation that's i guess that's point. what i'm trying yeah. to say when do you know. think you should have that conversation though oh god i don't fucking know i can barely I have a like non-sexual conversation with someone i feel like sometimes you kind of get the vibe mm-hmm I don't know though. I don't. It's 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 strange. It's, yeah, it's it's it totally depends on the situation, I guess, which doesn't help in terms of advice. Yeah, but but good luck, uh, Mister. Talk Threesome. it out. Talk it out. That's make our, sure there's that's constant our, communication. Uh, suggestion. Yeah. Talk um, it out. And make sure that your partner, boyfriend, is okay with the rules that are set in place, and that everyone's super comfortable, so there isn't any fucking drama, because that's the goddamn worst. Sure. Hate well, good drama. Good questions. Oh God, I just hate drama. Ugh. Good questions. Yes, good questions. And we do need more. We'll please, God, send please, them to us. Jesus, please. Yes. Send us voicemails, texts, whatever. All that info will be in the outro. As and, usual. Um, uh, next week we will have a little extra bonus episode for the Patreons, as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, but until next week, I guess we'll just see you guys later. Okay, don't stare into the sun too long. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com 
slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show! Show.